0: So Jacob fled with all that he had. He rose up, passed over the river, and set his face toward the mountain of Gilead. Genesis thirty-one twenty-one. Dear God, it's so easy to lose sight of you when we're afraid. But the truth is that you are right there with us all the time. Thank you for being so much bigger than the things that scare us. You are our strongest protector and best friend. Help us see your strength and care as we hear today's story about Jacob fleeing Laban. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com slash blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Fleeing from Laban Before this story, we learned how Jacob married Leah and Rachel and then was told by God to return home. Now, we will learn about Jacob leaving Laban's anger at Jacob and their treaty, inspired by the book of Genesis.
0: Hey, it's Julia here, and welcome to the Kids' Bible in a Year podcast. Today we get to hear the Bible story of how God protected Jacob when he was afraid and kept him safe from his angry uncle Laban. Are you ready to go? Okay! Okay! Let's jump in.
1: Jacob met his two wives out in the field. He told them, Your father is mad at me now. I have worked for him for many years, and he has cheated me many times. But God has not allowed any harm to come to me. He has taken away your father's livestock, and he has given them to me. Now God's angel has told me to go back to my homeland, the land where my fathers lived. Both of his wives agreed and said, Do what God has said. We have been sold to you, and our father has already spent the money. You have everything that is ours and our children's. Jacob left, taking all that he had earned, What Jacob did not know was that Rachel stole Laban's idols before she left with Jacob. Laban didn't know that Rachel and Jacob had left until three days later. When he realized they had left, he sent some of his men after them, but they did not find Rachel and Jacob for seven days. The Lord warned Laban not to do anything to Jacob, good or bad. When Laban met Jacob, he said, Why did you leave in the middle of the night with my daughters and grandchildren? You took them like they were your prisoners. I would have thrown a send-off party for you if I had known. You have embarrassed me. And if I could, I would kill you right here. But God told me not to do a thing to you. I get why you want to go home, but why did you take my idol? I did not steal your idol, Jacob said. Do you need proof? Go look. Search all of our tents, and if you find your idol, I will kill whoever took it from you. Jacob had no clue that Rachel had taken Laban's idol. So Laban searched the tents. When he got to Rachel's tent, he found her sitting where she had the idol. I'm sorry that I am not standing, Rachel said. I'm in pain and cannot stand. So Laban finished his search of her tent and did not find a thing. This made Jacob mad. You have chased me here like I'm a criminal, and you have searched through everything I have. Did you find your idol? Bring it out here so we can see it. Oh, you didn't find anything? After 20 years working for you, even all the hardships for you, you still treated me like garbage. You made me take the fall for anything that went wrong. I paid for any stolen sheep, and if any sheep were killed by another animal, it all of a sudden became mine. You rewrote our contract ten times. If it wasn't for God, I would be broke because of you. All my god is doing is protecting me from you. Then Laban said, Everything that you say is yours is really mine. My daughters, my grandchildren, my sheep. But what use is any of that to me now? How about this? Let's make a new agreement that cannot be changed, and everyone here will be our witnesses. The men then made a pile of stones, and Jacob and Laban stood on either side of the pile, and Laban said, These rocks represent our agreement. Our agreement is this. You will not mistreat my daughters or take any other wives for yourself. In agreement, Jacob made a sacrifice to the Lord, and then everyone present sat down for a feast. After the feast, everyone went to bed. The next morning, Laban woke, kissed his daughters and grandkids, and returned home. Have
0: you ever been in a chase? Maybe when you were playing a game like Tag? Then you know that when you're the one doing the chasing, things aren't all that scary. You feel like you're in control. In fact, the other kids better watch out for you. But what about when you're the one getting chased? Sure, it's fun if it's a game, but then it can be scary too, right? I mean, they're coming after you. Well, imagine that same feeling, except this time it's not a game. That's scary. And that's exactly what happened to Jacob in today's Bible story. God had told Jacob to go home. He'd been living with his relatives far away from the land God had promised to him. While there, God had given him a big family and lots of other blessings like sheep and goats and wealth. But now it was time to leave and Jacob knew his uncle Laban wasn't going to like that. You see, Laban wasn't a guy who loved the Lord. He didn't worship the one true God. Laban worshiped false gods fake gods. But he did realize that because God blessed Jacob, Laban received blessings as well. And Laban wasn't about to let all that blessing just ride away. So as soon as Laban discovered that Jacob had fled in secret, he started to chase him. Imagine how scared Jacob must have been. Even though he had a big head start, he traveled with a big family. And if you've ever been on vacation with a big family, then you know that it can take forever to get anywhere. So Jacob knew Laban was hot on their trail. He probably jumped at every sound he heard. Oh no, what was that? I bet he held his breath every time he saw dust on the horizon. They're coming. But here's the important question. Did Jacob really need to fear anything? Why not? Sure, it was a scary situation, but who was on Jacob's side? That's right, God. Time and time again, God had promised to protect Jacob. And time and time again, God had proven his promise by keeping Jacob safe. So why would God stop now? He wouldn't. Psalm 118.6 says, "'The Lord is on my side, I will not be afraid.'" What can man do to me? What a great Bible verse. It reminds us of a wonderful truth that Jacob forgot. That even when you're in a scary situation, you don't need to give in to fear because God is on your side. And once again, God proved that to Jacob when Laban finally caught up with him. The truth is that Laban was pretty angry and probably wanted to hurt Jacob. Maybe to steal his stuff, or even take back his daughters. But none of that happened because God stepped in. He told Laban in a dream not to mess with Jacob. And God made it clear that Jacob was under his protection. And so are you. Jesus says in Matthew 28:20, 20, Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That means you will never face a scary situation alone. Tough times may come, but Jesus will never leave you. And remember, if he is on your side, you never have to be afraid. I'm so glad you joined me today. Come back next time to hear one of the most bizarre stories in the whole Bible. It's about a wrestling match with God. You're going to love it. And remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If you enjoyed this podcast and feel like it's a great resource for kids and parents, please share it with someone you love. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and it helps you have conversations that support you in having bold faith in a broken world. You will be empowered, excited, and inspired in your faith. I'm so excited for you to join me for Unapologetic weekly, wherever you get your podcasts.